You're listening to episode 450 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Well, obviously, that's not Tony. Yes, that is not Tony. <laughs> that is, once again, our, uh, our reviews expert. Uh, and good friend Vegas J-Dubs uh, yes of course at very good friend <laughs> I said at very good friend <laughs> at very good friend <laughs> and and very good friend we are at friends <laughs> <laughs> we've gotten into real life so I think we're past the at friends part yes right. yeah yeah <laughs> fair enough but so, we still refer yeah, to him as his Twitter handle we do well that's true that's what people know him as and I'll, I'll be honest it took me the longest time to not call you Jay right <laughs> because it was and I get now it's it's you know, J, your first initial, and then W is your last initial. So that's the whole J-dubs, right. um, which I get because I, yeah, I've yeah, i had somebody call me dubs before just looking at our last name. Well, it starts with a W. Oh, and dubs. they're like, yeah, I'm not I'm not trying, you know, Karen Dubs, <laughs> how you do it? And I'm like, yeah, no. But um, next, next, the next time we're at a restaurant together, like I'm going to call across the room by your Twitter handle. I'm like, <laughs> at 360 Vegas Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mine's, mine's a little more, I mean... It has your name in it, right? It does. It does. <laughs> Which, is, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it does have my name in it. So, anyway, Tony is is preparing for his travels because we are on the eve of 360 Vegas Vacation 12. It is. Yes. So, super excited about that. Yeah. Um, we still have... I feel like I've got a lot of stressors because we, we treat this like a vacation, right? So, right. I'm, I'm finishing up laundry today. Tomorrow, we have to, you know, we have our dear friends are watching the the pups, so we got to take them over there, which is uh, they're an very effort puppy. in it. Yeah, it's an effort in it. Our, of our itself. puppies are very puppy, and they're big. They're extra puppy. Yeah, they're and they're big extra puppies, yeah. so that that takes a lot of wrangling. It definitely it's a two person job. Um, and then we're picking up. Go for a ride. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh no, the leashes come out. They freak. They go. Ballistic, up, up, like and they're and they're not they're not good on a leash, and we haven't done a good job of being consistent with it. I mean, it, it's it's our it's all our fault for not putting the work in, but like, and they jump like jackrabbits. Yes, they do. I've like, never seen burners jump like our burners. They do. jump as high as my head. Yeah. They just they stand <laughs> in goofy. front of you and just jump, and they're so excited, and yeah, they just they go absolutely ballistic. Um, so, yeah. So they're going to be fun. So we're, we're kind of, it, it's like we're literally prepping into vacation mode. Right. Um, right. 
you know, Mark, unfortunately, I think might have to do a little bit of work in the morning. Yeah, I'm not fucking thrilled about it, but I, I let's not get into it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it'll be fine. We'll we'll get there. Everything will be good. Yeah. Yep. You know, we know folks are starting to come into town. We're we're seeing you know, tweets and, and that kind of stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, I, so I just, as you guys know, I just got back home from yes. my Vegas trip last night just because of timing. I was not, I'm not able to attend, but I think I'm going to have to mute the app formerly known as Twitter because I am already getting the FOMO. <laughs> so it's, it's a little rough over here. We're going to miss you. We're, I mean, yes, we're super yeah. glad we got to see you and, and the misses this week, but, um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but we'll, we'll definitely miss you for Vegas vacation. Yeah. But I'm we'll going to miss you guys as well. We'll have another. So, you know. Absolutely. Okay, that's the thing that's, that's you know, making it not feel so terrible is I know there will be another. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Josh. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Drummer for the Killers, Ronnie Venucci, worked at the Little Chapel as a photographer while the band recorded their first album, Hot Fuzz. We got that from at T-Mobile Arena. I know, right? Jack of all trades. Well, I mean, before, yeah, if the band is trying to work it, you got to have a day job. Yeah. So. It's just an interesting, I mean, them being from Vegas, just, I don't know, they're. Well, they're, yeah, and how many, like, couples, so before they hit, you know, had him as their photographer and had no clue. Right? right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now you'd, like, kill to have them play your wedding or something like that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you were my photographer. You want to come back and do our anniversary? You know? Sorry, lady. That'll cost you $20 just for talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the twit pick of the week. Some call her the Dirty Castle, but I call her a part of the unique landscape that is the Strip. Excalibur is an example of an only-in-Vegas experience you can have if theming remains. I'm not saying you have to have people dressed up in character, but you, you need to keep the castle and the wall decorations to help sell the theme. But leave it to Maverick Kelly for capturing a picture of her all lit up and looking pretty. Say what you will about her. She's got a hell of an ass on her. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it, it, this is probably one of the, the prettiest pictures I've ever seen of the castle. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie. I still don't ever want to stay there. That's fine. I will totally stay there in a heartbeat again. I oh, want to see what like the luxury suites and shit like that look like. Oh, good Lord. So I got a chance to stay there um, last year for Vegas Vacation 11. And I mean, it was fine because I, I knew I, when I was going, it was, you know, so, so when the missus and I go to, 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 to Vegas, the room gets a lot of use. But when it's just me, it's a place <laughs> to sleep and keep right. my bags. Yeah. And so it was it was just me and it, it was fine. I do every now and then I'll get an ad like on Facebook or something for the room at the end of the hall where the turrets are. And that turret space, I guess, has like a hot tub in oh. it, oh, which really? seems. Yeah, which seems really cool to me. And I keep, you know, saying, hey, let's check this room out. And she she still doesn't go for it. Except but <laughs> you can you imagine the last time that hot tub was like deep cleaned Shh. or. Yeah. Don't ruin it. Oh, it's, it's ruined. It's ruined. I can't. That doesn't matter how many Gross. how many chemicals they pour into that thing. It's it's not. No, not good. Not good. It's a gorgeous picture, though, Mark. I'm looking at this. You can see like every spotlight on this on these towers. It's it's it looks awesome. Yeah, it really does. Well, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and the app formerly known as Twitter. 
I'm, I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of that today. I, I, yeah, I get, I get that feeling. It's, it's still Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the news. Mark, tell us a little bit about the Waldorf Astoria changes. Yes, brought to you by Vegas Near Me. If it's fun to do and see, it's on Vegas Near Me. So Waldorf Astoria, since the property was originally open as Manor and Oriental, it's had trouble keeping tenants in the retail space they have at the base of the tower. Next up, Whataburger is coming to fill one of those spaces. It will open the fall of 2023 and be open 24-7. Another space filler will be Perry's Pizzeria, it will be the chain's introduction to the Vegas market. Look, if a Starbucks can't make it in that space, right? I, yeah, I, I mean that's that. That's I mean I guess we could just be in the land where the rules of of everything don't count well, because. And it's I mean there's so much foot traffic that goes by there. I right. don't understand yeah. why. Well, but but like the same thing with the Grand Bazaar. Like how, how there's two Starbucks that I'm like how the fuck I didn't know Starbucks could fail. Right. Well, they also have a Starbucks inside of Valley's. Inside of Valley's. Horseshoe. I always thought that was interesting. So I, I guess that one doesn't surprise me as much because They're anybody like, oh, that's staying is not going to go outside right, to get exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, you know, I get, I kind of get that one. But even, you know, Bobby's Burgers couldn't make it in that spot. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the slushy place seems to be doing. Okay. Now it's it's in there. Those places seem to just print cash. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere, yeah. and they and they're yeah. gross. It's so sugary. <laughs> it is so sugary. I don't know how people and then because they just, use Malibu for their rum, which is already an insanely sweet rum, ugh. and it's rum. So why would you want to drink it? Oh, it's so good. But I mean, then you get these super tall slushy glasses that are just going to melt and be this sugary <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> like there's the sl- whole slushy thing. It's our ugh. second trip to Vegas. We had a horrible experience where. We were at the Flamingo Pool, and they had uh, a slushy, a two bunch for of slushies. One. Two for one. And we're all like, we're fucking breaking the bank, man. We're, we're totally, we're, we, we, we got take advantage of We got violently ill. We all Ill got violently Ill. Afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so Mrs. J-Dubs, um, back in the fall, we, we were at a pool, and she, and she did the same thing. She goes, I want a pina colada and it was you know one of the ones where they just you know turn the handle on the machine and right. like a pour into yeah. the glass right. yeah and she did not feel well after that and it took her like a day and a half to recover it's like and i was sh- like it's the shitty alcohol in those things it's got and the sugar, sugar shock and yeah. the sugar yeah. <laughs> it, it's a combination because you already have sugar and alcohol and then when you add even more sugar with the the mix that and i think alistair mentioned that um the pool at resorts world uh, he uh, he was checking it out and and he did all this on Twitter so I'm not saying anything and he hasn't but literally <laughs> they go behind the bar and they have all the premixes so you order right. one of these specialty cocktails and they just put the liquor in and put the then the mix in oh. with some ice and here you go there's twenty four dollars it's like such a that's such a bummer to hear but it's like I get it like I understand from a perspective it's not worth twenty four dollars I will I, figure I, no, out I completely agree with I will you. figure out how to sneak in booze. Oh, that's that's definitely happening. Yeah, that that's yeah. already starting to happen, and it's going to continue to happen. You're absolutely right. You inspect my bag all you want to. I am sneaking alcohol in there yeah. somehow. Yeah, you're right. Crazy. Well, let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. 
First up, the last Friday of the month is 80s Prom Night at Retro by the Voltaggio Brothers at Mandalay Bay. Uh, the event starts at 5.30 and 8 p.m. It's a little late for the 5.30 tonight, but you can catch the 8 p.m. <laughs> Tickets are $150 per person and include dinner, one glass of spiked punch. That's fantastic. And a prom-themed <laughs> photo. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'll talk about it later because I had a yeah, chance to try this restaurant. Think, like, other than... No way in hell. Other than dressing up to do this, like, I love the idea. But, yeah. I mean, that that's where I was like, ooh, no, I'm not dressing up. Yeah, well, I, I don't... I mean, I'll wear nice clothes. I, I'm not saying that, but I'm not dressing up Where am I going like to find 80s. 80s prom clothes? That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not, I'm you not need not. to hit the vintage stores in the arts district. There you go. Because the they district. will have them. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I agree with you, Josh. The whole spiked punch thing is... is very cute and very yeah. kind of a wink wink nod sort of thing but it the idea of doing this fits in the restaurant space right um, 150 seems a little high for me because I thought so too you know it, again we I don't want to get too much into it we did the, the prefix menu mm-hmm. and it was $70 for three courses okay so this is 150 so it's more than double and the only difference is I get spiked punch and a picture <laughs> I love, I love how you dismantle advertisements. Like, well, so this is what you're giving me? Why did you even tell me? I, it just it just seems like a lot. <laughs> right. I think if costume rental was tossed in there with it, it's, it'd be a hell of a deal. There you go. Yes. <laughs> we will have we will have all the costumes here. Just come on, you know, try them on, pick out your size. There you go. We'll even have yeah. the corsage and boutonniere for there everybody to, to put on. Yeah. Thanks. Multiple passengers aboard a flight leaving Las Vegas had to be taken off the plane after they passed out, fell ill, and in some cases, voided their bowels after awaiting takeoff in triple-digit temps. Jesus Christ. Well, and this was when it was, we were, like, the, the Sunday that we almost broke the record, we were yeah, yeah. pushing, so I think we got up to 116, and the record's, like, 117. Right. And apparently, this flight had been on the tarmac for quite a bit. That's yeah, I rem- I remember. I can't remember exactly how long, but it was really long. Yeah. And and in that And kind I, for- of heat- I completely forgot cuz you're right. Like when you get on that plane in the beginning, it's hot as shit in there. It is. And despite the fact that they tell everybody to leave the shades down to keep it cooler, A that doesn't really work and B some asshole is going to lift up the shade which isn't going to help. Right. Uh, and then when you're just sitting on the tarmac like waiting to take off, like it it's- I I remember you're like get in the fucking air so the AC kicks on. I know. It's just, oh. I mean, I, I think this is great because we now have a new metric, which is shit your pants hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not shit your pants hot outside. <laughs> there you go. We're going to have to be saying that this weekend. Well, at least We're, it's not shit your, not pants, shit hot your pants hot. <laughs> I like it. I think we just got the title for this week's show. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm writing down notes. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I need the show title. Shit your pants. <laughs> Hot. It's <laughs> too good. All right. Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper are performing at the Bach Theater at Planet Hollywood Saturday, October 28th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $55. Oh, this is fucked up. What? What's coming up? Yeah, oh. it's um, it's being reported that F1 Racing is threatening to block Las Vegas Club's car view unless they pay millions in fees. So, 
what what's out there that they're charging? They're asking fifteen hundred bucks a head per for person, yeah. the wow. capacity of the restaurant or venue. So not yeah. so think yeah, about so it. So if you if you don't pack you that have, place out, you're fine. Well, no, if you have Mon Amiga B, right? Mm-hmm. How many of the the hundreds of seats that that you know accommodates? Mm-hmm. How many of them are on the patio? But no, wait, you've got to pay the fifteen hundred bucks for everybody who's not going to be able to see the race. Right. Yep. So, I mean, this is just... It's extortion. It is. It absolutely well, is. I also wonder how many of these places have started selling packages. Oh, they already have. Oh, yes, they and already have. And did not know that this was coming and now are like, oh, shit. Like, there goes, you know, a bunch nope, of margin on this or something. And what's going to be really interesting, so so one of them specifically that I know of, it's in the, the Mecca Walgreens Plaza and it's up on the third level. Right. Well, actually, it's not the street level. You've got then the bridge level, and then it's two more levels above that. So it's up there, and they've already sold out the entire top floor. Wow. For this event, um, for one company, whoever it was, paid the fee, which I think they really got shafted on what they charged. I think they could have charged a lot more, especially, <laughs> especially was now it $1, if they're fifteen hundred dollars ahead because they're screwed if it was. Exactly. <laughs> now they're going to have to pay this. But what I wonder is if you're that high up. So I get. Um, again, Monomiga B, right? They're right at street level. That's going to be super easy for them to block off. But if yeah. you've got BrewDog, if you've got, um, you know, the, the this, is, or the, this uh, restaurant. The Cosmopolitan. Cosmopol. Uh, well, Cosmo itself, yeah. Well, Cosmo, not, the hotel isn't going to, they can't charge the hotel for that. You can't block a whole hotel. I know, right? The whole, <laughs> they just put like some big giant LED screen up just for that. Like, <laughs> right. it's like the scoreboard. Right. So, I... I I mean, this just seems, and the, I think the problem is, I think that they pretty much have car blanche to build whatever they want for this thing. So it's not like the city can come back oh, yeah. and say, our, no, our, you our can't. City officials were, were. Oh, they, they bent over and said, go they, ahead. They really were. They were, they were double fist and hand jobs to get, get this, this contract. So, I mean, that's, yeah. And to your point, the number of venues that have already sold out yeah. and, and sold spaces, yeah. That now we're going to be like, oh, shit. It's fucked up. I mean, it's clearly extortion. I don't understand how they can get away with it. Well, why did it just come up now? Yeah, yeah. Like, you've been, you've been, we knew about the grandstands they were going to put in front of Bellagio, which I think are atrocious. We knew about, like, all this other stuff. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, all of the rest of you on the other side of the street, by the way, yeah, fork over. And not even, again, it's not even just the outdoor capacity. It's the entire capacity of the venue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're basically saying every person in there is going to have to pay $1,500 a head to watch the Formula One. Because otherwise, the venues, especially the ones that have already sold out, there's no way, there's no way they priced it that yeah, high. Yeah, I know. I feel right. bad for those guys. And, and to your point, Karen, they can't really leverage this fairly. Like, they can only kind of leverage it against people at the first few stories. Right. But, like, you know, coming back to Mandarin Oriental mm-hmm. um, or, or whatever it's called today, the... Um, the, the, the Skyview Lounge, yeah. like I'm sure they could sell packages there. There's no way F1's going to be able to block their view. Well, what oh, they yeah. said is block the view or shine lights. I know, right? So the they're view. just going to be pricks. Like, so they'll have a spotlight. <laughs> like, they're like those little pricks with laser pointers. Yeah. They'll, they'll wow. basically have a spotlight aimed at, at the, yeah. the Sky Lounge, whatever it is, you know. Spite lights. Yeah. Spite lights. Spite lights. I like it. 
still, it's not better than shit your pants off. But it's good. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm gonna keep shooting my shot. Here. Go for it. <laughs> In tribute to Tony Bennett, FSC had a show honoring him broadcast on the Viva Vision Canopy. The show only aired for two days. I thought it was a bummer. I thought they should have left it on for a little bit longer. Well, especially how much it costs yeah. to produce those shows. Right. They're like a million bucks a pop. Yeah, I don't think it was a full show like that. I think they do something different, but I don't. I don't know what it is. So I, I could be. I could be wrong. Vital Vegas is reporting that Harris has plans to refresh its pork ashore. No word if or when the project will happen. I'm surprised they're putting any money into Harris. Yeah. I, that just I, doesn't seem to be their MO to put money into certain properties. Yeah. Maybe maybe they just can't uh, avoid it anymore. They're like, fuck, we really got to fix this place. <laughs> the inspector came by and said, you need to do something or this has got to come down. Right. Exactly. <laughs> When the grime is holding it together, it's time to do something. Exactly. Fountain <laughs> Blue had a rooftop fire this week. The cause was attributed to construction materials catching fire or an ancient Indian curse. <laughs> you know, it's funny. People have said that. It's technically on the land where the Thunderbird was, which was Native American. Right. So it is kind of on the gravesite of... But the, it was so funny. There was so much on, on social media about this fire, and then it was out within six minutes. It's just because it was black. Like, it was it was yeah. billowing smoke. So like it was it also terrible. the middle of the day. Yep. It was over 110 degrees. I know, right? And they had some materials that were flammable on the roof. Hey, guess what's going to happen? Right, exactly. <laughs> it just makes me wonder, you know, what the next thing is for this place, you know? Just, I know, right? It seems it's like one thing after another December, for those poor so guys. We'll see, or not December. Yeah, December. Is it December? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the last that they've said. But we'll see. I, I want it to do well. I want it to do well. I want it. Like, you want to will yes. it into the universe. I, and I also think that yes. that beautiful uh, casino floor, I can't wait to see. I, I like the the color. I mean, it's there's it's very blue-centric, which yeah. I like. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. I won't probably go to the opening night of that, but I will go shortly thereafter. Yeah, yeah. At John underscore Mahaffey is reporting that it appears Tuscany is bringing back live tables gone from the property since 2021 based on some jobs posting on Indeed. Thank you, John. That's really paying attention if you're noticing that there's dealer postings on Indeed. I know, right? That's really clever. (laughs) He's good, man. (laughs) Boyd Gaming's table games have started rolling out accepting ticket-in, ticket-out vouchers. The new perk is being advertised for Gold Coast Now. Suncoast has also been seen by at White Knight 1014. So what? So you have a, a, a Tito voucher and you can walk up to the table and hand it to the dealer and they'll give you the chips in oh, exchange? Wow, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that would make more sense than, than putting a, a machine where they, you they can't feed it in. They can't have a whole cash machine there. No, you're right. And even then, what do you do with the, the change? Well, the change I think you left on. Yeah. They give you a screen where you can choose which charity you want to donate exactly. it to. <laughs> they bring you like a little they, iPad. No, they they ask you which charity, and you just sort of write it on the ticket, so they know when they when they right. take it back to the cage. This is how much is supposed to go here or here. Right. <laughs> Boom, solved. I like it. <laughs> Anita Baker is performing at Dolby Live at Park MGM Friday and Saturday, October sixth and seventh. Show start at eight p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. I don't have anything to say about that. I have no shame in not disclosing your... If you're going to make it that goddamn hard for me to just find out something as simple as, <laughs> how much are you going to charge for this? Just 
ballpark is all I'm looking for. <laughs> Give me a ballpark. Give me a range. Melts Vegas reports that Steve Wynn has agreed to pay the Nevada Gaming Control Board a $10 million fine and se sever all ties to Nevada gambling. And so it concludes. The man who reinvented Vegas will no longer be able to hold any job involving gaming in the state of Nevada. So weird. This is just, I like, I finally have the end to the Steve Wynn screenplay I've been working on, so. <laughs> hey, get that first to market. Yes, get that to market quick. Somebody Honestly, I think it could be a fantastic story. Like, oh, it's I'm always sure been running around the back of my head. Although so. it's going to be a now while because, because the writers are on strike, so. Right. <laughs> technically, you should not be writing this right now, Josh. I'm Actually, not in the union. Technically, yeah, I'm not in the union either, and I write fucking many, many pages. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe I should have been striking. I didn't realize. But I'm not a SAG <laughs> member or, or a Writers Guild member either. Yeah. So. No, I, I think it's a terrific story, like the, the rise and fall of that man. And, you know, like, like many great men, he was his own worst enemy in the end. So, mm -hmm. Yes, yep. he was. Absolutely. That's you. I know. I was going for it. Give me a second. Here, I, I was going for the dramatics. Harry Reid Airport slot revenue. What? <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, I don't, don't channeled do voices. my inner Will Ferrell. Don't, don't do voices. <laughs> just, just read the words on the page. Please. Harry Reid Airport slot revenue recently cracked the one billion dollar club as they achieved the all-time revenue designation this month. Jesus, you got properties making a billion a month. It's an airport. I know. People usually don't have anything left when they get there. It's super cute, though. I, I find the, the all those machines charming as shit at that airport. Never played on one. I have. No, I haven't. Yeah. You get bored. Mm. Mandalay Bay announced that Bray are bringing swingers the next level in mini golfing. Sorry, some people got their hopes up there, and then we said mini golf. <laughs> <laughs> No word on where it will be located in the property, but it's set to arrive fall of 2024. I wonder if it's in the moon spot. If it's in what? The Rick moon spot where RX used to be. It's got three levels, right? Two. Two levels? Yeah. I don't, I don't know where the hell they're going to put this. Well, who knows? Yeah. I have no interest in going. Fair enough. Oh, sorry. That's me. Ah. Kylie Minogue announced that she will be the inaugural headliner at Venetian's new Studio 54-inspired venue named Voltaire. The residency will start on November 3rd. It's been rumored for a long time that Minogue was going to do a residency, but I, I would have never thought in this venue. Where's, where's the venue? I don't know. I know it's in Venetian. I know that much. That's it. I wonder if it's in the old... Um, Phantom Theater? No. No, no, no. no. The club... Uh, like it was a sports bar club. Oh, stadium. Uh, no, um, Legacy Stadium. Yeah. Oh, okay. That would make sense. Yeah. That I mean, to me, that That's seems huge. like club. Yeah, that would, it's that huge, would and yeah. it seems like a clubby space. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I see it. I mean, if it's if it's Studio 54 inspired to me, I'm envisioning, yeah, more like a nightclub kind of thing versus a concert venue. Which does sound. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Which does sound mildly interesting to me. Okay, I I mean I know a couple of songs of Kylie Minogue. I'm I'm thrilled for her that she. Oh, gets I don't necessarily do need to go see her. Yeah, but yeah, I because I, I don't know any of Kylie Minogue songs. I don't think. 
Maybe I do. I don't know. I, I, I would just be like, do the locomotion again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. She had a couple of hits in the 80s and then she way back and then a, a gay goddess. Well, now she's doing like she's she's had a couple songs out recently that have been huge. Yeah. So she's almost had a oh, I mean, Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to, to talk shit about Kylie Minogue. I literally just like she's doing her own thing. Her and I just do our own thing. <laughs> Like, I do not know what this is. <laughs> well, that's it for news and prop bets. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week we have a couple of 360 FHEs. Uh, a 360 FHE is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. So this week, uh, first you went out and explored Retro by the Voltaggio Brothers at Mandalay Bay. I Karen did. did. I was afraid of it. <laughs> and and you should have been. Yeah, um, I knew it. You really should have been. So they would have been horrified. <laughs> so Alistair and I went. You this know, is not chicken dumplings. What did you do? Well, it was a kind of dumpling, and it was chicken. It just wasn't what you normally think. So, again, Alistair, my food husband, was in town, and I I asked him, like, look, I really want to go try this. And he's like, yes, we're on board. And so they have a tasting menu, which was perfect, because then we got to – so you had, like, two options for starters. So I got one, he got one. You had three options for your your entree, and we each picked one. And then you had two options for dessert. So, again, we, we covered all that. Um, we did add on, before I get into the rest of it, their deviled eggs. Jesus. Because, well, they have caviar in them. Yeah. So, I mean, you had to. I did to. remember seeing that, and I'm like, that sounds good, but I'm not going there for that. Uh, yeah, because you've had caviar, and you actually like it. I like caviar. Uh, they were uh, they were fantastic. They were so good. Yeah. I, I could do a whole plate full of those. Um, but then, so for the starters, they had what they call pepperoni rolls, which it was like brioche. And ours were mini, um, so about the size of like a, a mini uh, um, cupcake tin. Mm-hmm. Whereas the table next to us had a massive, like gigantic cupcake size. So I feel like they were doing smaller ones for the tasting menus, and oh, then a gigantic right, course, yeah. one for yeah. if you ordered it as the actual appetizer. Uh, the mini ones were fantastic. It was this perfect little you know bite. It's like the pepperoni is wound. Almost like a, a cinnamon roll shape, like spiraled into the bread, and then um, it, you know had marinara sauce on the side and everything else. It, it was they were really delicious. Uh, and then I had the Caesar salad, which was a, the one of the fanciest Caesar salads I've ever seen. How does it rank in, in your your lifetime of Caesar salads? Um, it was a fun experience. The, so so the unique thing about this was it had um, a Parmesan churro. Like a little, it had a little bag. What? So you had the salad. I know. Wait a minute. I was like, hold on. You got me a Parmesan churro. That, which were good. But so it came. If, if you look at my, the picture that I, I, I Just tweeted Parmesan out. Parmesan cheese churro. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes they say things in there. What, no. What it's, and it, so you had the salad. Just eating a churro of Parmesan cheese. You had the salad that had the Caesar dressing and Parmesan cheese and, and edible flowers and everything uh-huh. on it. And on the side of the plate was a little bag with like three mini churros. <laughs> That were supposed to be the substitute for the croutons. Oh, okay. 
and and that's from clever shit. It it but that's what they do with with this whole menu. So yeah. where it says retro, you're gonna see stuff on the menu that is very familiar to you. Mm-hmm. But they they do it in a way that's got a twist on every single one. Right. So again, deviled eggs, putting caviar in it, the pepperoni you know rolls instead of like the the pizza pockets or whatever we were used to as kids. They're mm. doing it like a rolled up brioche. Oh, did you guys get the thing where they have the spaghettios? We did not, but I saw it at the table next to us. Okay, mention it later. I, I will mention that later. Um, but yeah, so no, the the parmesan churros and they were good, mm-hmm. but they weren't like a typical churro. They're crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside. Uh-huh. And I wanted the crunch of a crouton on oh. the Caesar salad. Yeah, okay, I get it. But it was it was delicious. They were fun to eat. I mean, everything, it was, it was a beautiful plating. Um, then we got the chicken and dumplings, which we mentioned. And instead of, so it was, it was crispy chicken thighs, which unfortunately by the time you had the... The, the jus and everything on top of it and the dumplings, they really weren't crispy anymore. But the the, the chicken was well cooked. I mean, it was it yeah. tasted delicious. We just, we just prefer our chicken wings burnt to a crisp. Well, not chicken wings, chicken thighs. Chicken thighs, whatever. Which is, whole, it's dark meat, which yeah, you wouldn't really like, meat. I like. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, and then instead of dumplings... Yeah, those are Wingstop now, thighs. Do they really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the dumplings instead of being your typical dumplings, they were um, nudie. So they're like ricotta um, little dumplings, uh-huh. super soft, um, delicious. And then it was instead of like a gravy, it had a, a, a lemon chicken jus all over it. That you know, I mean, it, it, it was really good. It was jus just funny word. It was probably my my least favorite though of everything we yeah. ate. Just because again the crispy the the chicken thighs weren't crispy, uh, it it I don't know the jus was delicious I actually loved that but it, I don't know the whole thing just was a little it was good it, I I would eat it again I don't think I would order it again mm. um, but it was it was a fun oh and the best part about it it was served in one of those um, white Corningware bake pans that has the blue um, a floral scribble on the side. Oh, look at my Twitter page because literally everybody's grandmother had one of these bowls in their house. Everybody's grandmother cooked with these. And that was how it was served. So that was kind of the fun part about that one. Um, And and you had showed us some pictures um, inside. And and for for the listeners who aren't aware, this is in the space formerly occupied by by Ariel in in, in Mandalay Bay, which used to have the big vertical um, the wine, wine cellar yes. the wine angels that would go up and down and so they did something really cool w- with that space can you tell the listeners a little bit about so, that so I mean it, it's all enclosed it's not a wine cellar anymore but like every level because you got to walk down like four flights of stairs to get to the, the restaurant where you're actually going to eat but like every level every side they had like a themed collection so one of them was sports equipment and so they had rollerblades, they had a scooter, and they had um, a skateboard. And then there was another section that was all movies. So it was like their favorite movies from the 80s and 90s. And there was another section that was all video games. And so every every side that you looked was something different for especially folks our age, like from their right. childhood. Um, so that was really cool. And then on the sides, what, once you got down there, there were all kinds of, they had a Connect Four game, they had Uno cards spread out, they had just all kinds of stuff that 
uh, you know you remember as a kid. So that kind of feeds into the whole retro name of it. Mm-hmm. Is that the that ex- cool. explanation you were looking for, Josh? That that will that will suffice. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the other entree we got was the Soul Minier. I can't recommend this enough. It was absolutely fucking delicious. Wow. I would go back and get that again. You would hmm. see. Here's the thing. It's because it's soul in a what they call a brown butter sauce, but the brown butter sauce is green because they've got like arugula and stuff mixed into it. But it, it's not chunky. It's it's a very smooth like a butter sauce. It's just green, and it was fucking delicious. But I think you would look at the green and go, "I'm not touching that." Yeah, it's, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, which is too bad because it was really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Gotta be like Mike Cunningham and virtually force the shit down my throat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing Eat that. it. <laughs> I've given up on that a long time ago. That's why I have Alistair. There you go. Uh, then, so the two desserts. Uh, the first one we got the cookies and cream. This was a take on almost like a deconstructed Oreo cookie, but with a really rich, like rich dark chocolate pudding. That even for me was like, okay, two bites of this and I'm kind of good. Your but brother now, doesn't like dark, right? He's like milk chocolate. Huh? Your brother? Oh no, he he's he doesn't discriminate oh, against any chocolate. chocolate. Any chocolate works okay, with him. Gotcha. Yeah. He no, he would have he would have dove right into this. He would have been fine. Um, but then it was kind of fun because it, it had like the the cookie crumbles and then the what was supposed to be like the creamy filling was like a like a frozen rock. I think I, I don't know how else to describe it. It, it was delicious. It, no, it, well, it sort of melted in your mouth once you once I you ate it. Fucking hope so. Well, because they they do a lot of stuff, um, especially the younger brother with molecular gastronomy, right? So yeah, yeah. I think this is where he used the dry ice to freeze right. this kind of something stuff. Something has to be done with li- liquid nitrogen. That's it what always I meant. Has to yeah. Be done. Um, so it it was good, but we had a couple of bites and it was just too rich. We couldn't be done with it. However, okay. the other dessert. The creme brulee cheesecake. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're mixing two amazing desserts because it had like the, the sugar, the toasted sugar crust on the yeah. top, but it was a cheesecake. Makes me think about Planet Dailies in their fucking creme brulee French toast. Oh, I miss that so much. Yeah, this was better than that, well, personally. Well, I'm not saying that it isn't. It just made me think of that. Well, and then it, then it had strawberries with balsamic vinegar on them, which... Ugh. I'm a fan of balsamic vinegar, big time. And oh, fig. And, and if you've never and had fig. it on strawberries... It, it just matches yeah. so well, perfectly. Vinegar, really? And strawberries, yeah, they go fantastic yeah. together. Huh. So, um, so yeah, so that was my review. I, I would go back and I, I would target very specific things that I want to eat. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I think the, the prefix menu for 70 bucks for three courses, um, you know, made it a lot of sense. Oh, and some of the drinks were really funny. Like I got a, oh shit, what was the name of the cocktail? <laughs> it was very like, it was basically their version of a wine cooler. Okay. <laughs> so it it had wine and I think gin in it and something else, but it came out in a little jar or a little, like a glass bottle, like wine coolers used to. Right. They, so then you pour into the glass. So oh, I, I, cool. I posted that a picture of it out on Twitter. That was was wine coolers. That was mine too. Um, but yeah, just the fact that they, that was one of the cocktail, they have a bunch of, of specialty cocktails that are kind of throwbacks, similar to what we were talking about earlier, Josh, with the spiked punch. Mm, um, right. Very similar to that. So... I mean, I would recommend it. And like I said, the prefix is a, a good deal. The, the third option for the entree, too, is actually the hanger steak with, with fries. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want a steak, you can do that, too. But, yeah. Um, and then you, you wanted me to talk about the SpaghettiOs. 
Yes. So it came out this massive meatball. So it was a, a big bowl, right, mm-hmm. with a massive meatball in the middle. And they came over and poured literally what looks like SpaghettiOs on top of it. So I didn't get a chance to taste it, but the presentation sounds delicious. And it, it was fucking huge. It's like right it could it Unless would feed like the... three pe- three people. Oh yeah. The sauce no the sauce didn't look it looked like very smooth sauce like yeah, you would but normally it get. Yeah, depends on what they mix into the fucking meatball. Some people yeah. like to throw shit in their meatballs. No, I, I I have a feeling they probably went pretty safe for it. I I would I would bet on that one. I I would probably yeah. say that would be okay. I would totally eat that. But yeah, it's just it. But it was massive. That's like three portions for well, you. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. Huge. I wouldn't come anywhere near being able to finish it. But I, I would. I would. But go. that's that's kind All of right, the fun part about the restaurant is everything they do has kind of a spin on, you know, some. And it's not a huge menu, mm-hmm. but again, the price price prefix I think was a good value. Um, I would go back again and have a few of those items again. So. All right. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. And then we all went to Super Frico. We also saw Opium, which I think we're going to leave for a, an actual review segment. Yes. But uh, we all went to uh, Super Frico. Um, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Well, so we, we started with, and this was this came on a recommendation from several people, um, the tableside mozzarella. Yeah. It was really good. Now, it's pricey. It's very pricey. But it, there were five of us. It's, and it was yes. worth the experience, man. We we barely finished it. Like we had to fight to get through. Oh, it. I didn't. I wouldn't have needed my entree. Well, oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> After that, yeah. but it was it was so fun because it was done tableside. Our, our server, you know, took the time to explain everything. He had a few corny dad jokes tossed in there. Um, and, but you got to see the process I kind of my fall through. I'm so done with the dad jokes. Oh, and you're in trouble because he's coming no, out he's for coming two weeks. Down. So you're gonna be, you know, have lots of. <laughs> but hey. But it, it was served with, so it's not just the mozzarella. It's served with this beautiful charcuterie plate with olives, um, roasted peppers, uh, t- like vinaigrette tomatoes, and then three different types of charcuterie, like meats, um, a salami, yes. a sopracetta, and... There was a I mean, bologna. I have a clue. Oh, the, the like, morta- look, mortadella. And there is cheese. I understand yeah. how there this was, works. Yeah, there was mortadella on it, too. And then a, a loaf of sourdough bread. Which mm, was, yeah, you know, covered really with good. olive oil or butter and Parmesan, you know, so that was delicious as well. Yeah. It, if you've got a, a group of at least four or more. Yeah. It, do I, it. I would highly recommend doing it because the cheese was if delicious. If only once in your life, yeah. do it. Uh, like, I don't think I'd ever do it again. Well, no, if we had people with us, like, oh, we've never done this before. I'd be like, oh, you got to try this. Oh, yeah, totally. I would do it again yeah. with a group. But you have to you have to have a group. You can't yeah. go in just, like, two people because that will then be your meal. It will. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we started with that. Um, the cocktails were were good. Well, you guys just had beer. Yeah. Yeah, well. I forget what I... Oh, I had the beet something it was like a beet flavored drink with ginger and you got a little bit of the beet flavor up front but then it like full ginger aftertaste on the back which i love so i i thought that was delicious and i think alistair's drink was called the po- the pool boy i swear your tongue is just way more advanced than mine is <laughs> i just think about all like there's a flavor of this and the hint of this like what? like i drink a summer shandy i'm like tastes like lemonade no, but you do that with other beers. You've, you've smelled beers like people, you know, smell wine. Yeah, but I don't get to the multi-levels, but... And there's Persephone in there, and... <laughs> Persephone? I don't know. I just made something I was going to say, I don't think that's it's a not word. not even a real thing? No, I don't think no. so. <laughs> I almost bought it, so... <laughs> Thank you. 
And then I, I'm not sure what everybody got for their their entrees. I know I Alistair got the the rigatoni, but it had truffles in it. So I, I've just I'm done with truffles. So I avoided that like the plague. I got the gnocchi, which was really yeah. good. It had like a lemon cream sauce um, with, with brown butter and parmesan. So it was delicious. They were beautifully crispy mm-hmm. and but pillowy on the inside yeah you got the the soul right really good i can't remember if it was soul or it, what uh, well and, and i think josh looked over at one point and said well the fish was there and then it was gone like <laughs> yeah i eat yeah. fast i eat fast <laughs> i ended up so i played it kind of safe um mostly because we'd done like steakhouses the previous two nights and so i, I wanted i didn't want a whole lot of food and then, and of course, we, we had that you know that mozzarella with the charcuterie. <laughs> right, yeah. So I just did a, a the, they call it the square pepperoni pizza, and that's exactly what it is. It's like an eight inch square, four slices, uh, but it's deep dish, so really, really thick bread, really good. But again, I was pretty full, so I only had a couple slices, and then I gave the rest to you guys for for uh, leftovers. But yeah. it was it was excellent pizza. So, and then a lot what of did, good stuff. What did your what did uh, Mrs. J does get? I forget. She got the eggplant parmesan, and oh, she right. she loves eggplant, and uh, I heard no complaints there. So. Well, and that was kind of unique because it was like rolled, right? Like it it was almost like they had laid the the thin sheets of eggplant out, put the ricotta in, and rolled it up. Yes, if I yes. remember how she said. Yeah. F- and it was not served with any like pasta, like you you know like eggplant parmesan or chicken parmesan normally is. It mm-hmm. was just by itself, but uh, no complaints, like uh, because we had had so much, you know, with the. Rich with the mozzarella the appetizer and everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, she ate the whole thing because there weren't any leftovers of that one. That's right. <laughs> so, no, honestly, the food was really good. Um, I thought it was good. Yeah. The, the, there were performers that came around. It got, it got a little weird. But the one, <laughs> really, the only weird one was the person from the, the ski chalet or whatever the hell it was. Oh, no. That, that came That's over. not the only weird no, one. That was not the only weird one. What about the fucking crow's heads? The penguins? That the happened penguins inside the ski lodge. That was not during dinner. I can't believe you guys are missing the, the weirdest one. So at one point, oh, the, the music changed little, to, oh. I, I can't remember the, the song, but someone comes out in a, in a furry outfit. Oh, and that's it's right. All pink, so it's twerking. And, and they would go back up to tables and they had something mechanical in their costume yeah. that would make their little ass haunches move up and down yeah. <laughs> and jiggle a certain way and they would move from person to person doing this and and that was weird as enough yes. but the head of the costume <laughs> was all matted oh it like, was so gross it, and disgusting it, like it, it had been hanging out at a, at a homeless camp for at least a good the, six it, months. It had been rolled around in mud and taken it's through a car gross. wash. and do, yeah. it, it was it was disgusting. I don't think it came anywhere near a car wash. <laughs> well, you had to get some of the and it was out. Right. It was funny because like 15 minutes later, a girl dressed up as a ballerina kind of dances out mm-hmm. and walks past the tables. Mrs. J-Dub said something to her because Mrs. J-Dub is a dancer. Um, and it, I, I said to her later, I said, you you got to tell her not to let that furry person come out before you oh, right. because it's just everything after that is just kind of ho-hum like oh okay whatever oh no <laughs> that, it's not- it was safe to me like the furry person was was horrifying that yeah. was right that was right. so bad um and again it, it's we, we learned something that the literally the the stage the theater for opium is on the other side of a wall uh based on where we were seated at super Frico. And we, we figured out that the staging area for the performers in Opium is 
inside it's the in restaurant the of Super restaurant, Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of wonder, and it, all there is, it's separated. There are like two walls, but then there's like curtains and the stage rotates and the performers rotate in. So, you know, every time, you know, the, the audience is clapping or applauding or yelling or whatever, people in the restaurant are hearing it. And how awkward is that for the for the topless woman who goes through all that and then spins back around to the next Oh, she like, didn't. No, she she didn't exit that way. Oh. Okay. No, she exited out the other side. Okay. There was what? Oh, this is oh, We're going to save that story. We need to save the story about the topless <laughs> right. woman. Um, but yeah, no, it was interesting to me. I I, I kind of want to go back and and intentionally be seated during a time that I know that the show is going on. Right. Because I right. kind of want to see what that looks like. Cause I have to believe the performers are engaging with the folks having dinner. Right. It, it almost like a tease of, Hey, come see the show. Right. This is what we're going to do. But, um, yeah, it was very so interesting. From where I was sitting during the show, again, we're trying hard not to talk too much about the show, but from where I was sitting during the show, when those spaces would open for, for the, for the cast to kind of move in and out, you'd see people, in the restaurant, right. kind of leaning over, trying to look in and be like, what the hell is going on? in Because <laughs> all they're seeing is people in weird outfits kind of coming and going. So yeah. Um, that, that, yeah, that must be a total trip to be on the other side. Yeah. Like I said, I, I kind of want to do it again and, and intentionally be seated when the show's going on. Right. Because I want to see what, the, I mean, you probably don't, but I thought the food was good. I would love to try the, the fish that you had. Oh, I wish a Amalfi um, wasn't so goddamn expensive. Right. Right now I'm all about Amalfi. Yeah, it is expensive. <laughs> so something that we always do in the show reviews is that that audience fuckery factor. And so I will say that if you do not want to go somewhere where you might get fucked with, then Super Frico is may not be the restaurant for you yes. because yeah, performers true. do walk around. They do try to engage with you. Yes. They're trying to make this a unique experience. And it certainly is. Mm -hmm. But if you don't don't want that you then this like may not that. be the place for you there was a couple times where someone came close to the table and mark just like was had his head in the sand you know he was looking down at his phone yeah and just, the anxiety level not went making the roof. any contact at all just don't i'm just gonna pretend i don't even know you're there right so that, that, that is my uh my safe place by going they're not even there they're not even there they're not even there <laughs> well it was we're not gonna talk about this but we had drinks in the, the ski lounge after yeah and they're one of the penguin headed guys yeah that's so, where i remember so that. we intentionally sat when we got a table there you Mark and I intentionally sat with our backs to the wall. Absolutely. So that nobody could sneak up behind us like they were doing in the right. restaurant. And when uh, you and, and Mrs. J-Dub had stepped out for a minute, but there was one of the penguin guys. And they again, they just walk by and they just look at you. They don't say anything. And he, he's coming by and Mark's got his head down and I shook my head. And then the penguin starts shaking his head. And I'm like, I'm, I, then I started waving him off. I'm like, we're not doing this. <laughs> and then he walked away. And I'm like, Mark, you're safe. But yeah, they're they're fucking creepy yeah agreed agreed and that's super freako guys <laughs> good food creepy people right <laughs> all right we've got some listener feedback um first we have a few paypal donations yep so our first one is from phil states he said had to hurry up and get this in so i can get mark's 100 percent guarantee 100. that something will happen on my next vegas trip you see you at 360 vv12 Yes, we will, sir. Yes, we will indeed. And I believe he's made it. He's he, he's he was tweeting quite a bit. Was, I believe. I know he was a little. He had a little delay at first. Delay. Yep. Yeah, he's here. But he's here. He made it. Yeah, I'm more excited. Then we have another donation from Adam F. Karma donation for my upcoming trip, August fourth through the eleventh. Looking forward to shows, strip views, and shooting dice. 
Thank you for producing the best Vegas podcast available. Aww. Aww. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. We try. Right. And lastly, we have a donation from our dear friend, Michael Cunningham. He writes, karma donation for tomorrow's trip for VV12. You guys are correct. A karma donation has never failed. We have always had a great time. <laughs> that's, that's 100% it has to do with your karma donation. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing everybody as well as the cocktails and gambling. That was from Mike and Lene. That's awesome. Yay. Awesome. All right. Next up, we have an email from the gambler pilot who is also at Alberta Gambler on Twitter. Nice. All right. So the gambler pilot writes, hey, Tony. Thanks, buddy. apparently Mark and I right. don't mean right. anything. Uh, I think it's apropos that we read it while he's not here. Exactly. So the one guy he's it. addressed to is not here to today. And, and, yeah, <laughs> he's not going to hear this. I hope all is going well in your part of the world. I'm sending a quick message slash trip report to thank you for the tips you gave me for my wife and my first ever Vegas or first ever vacation to Las Vegas. Wow. To start with, we had to move our vacation up a bit given some work conflicts I had with scheduling. So we ended up going for July 21st to the 24th, which I will not complain about given we moved the trip up, right. meaning we could leave sooner. Exactly. Per your advice, we decided to go with Caesars properties on this trip. Mm. Though I had flown through Vegas probably 100 to 125 times before this trip wow. for work, it was usually such a quick turnaround that I would never have time to leave the airport airport and would typically get some rest in the pilot lounge before continuing on the next leg of the work oh, journey. What a bummer. That's heartbreaking. Can you imagine wow. flying through here a hundred to 125 times and just kind of looking out the window going, it's right there. Right. It's so close. I, I'm guessing he's not going to be able to do that again. Like he'll come <laughs> up with some reason to extend those layovers Good or something him. time and time again. And he continues, though my wife is not a gambler, she loves coming to the casino with me to people watch and enjoys being in the atmosphere, especially if I win so she can buy a new purse or pair of shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's interesting that she doesn't like to gamble, but she still likes going to casinos. To people watch. Well, there's definitely that, especially these days. Yes. Yeah. Now. Plus to claim any winnings. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you won? Yay. I'm going shopping, which seems like a fair trade off. Yeah. Now onto the actual trip. We landed at about 9 a.m. local time, given that the flight, w- uh, given that, was this? no, given that was the flight with a standby seat for my wife and me, which was nice. Oh, I see. Okay, so okay. he's a pilot, so he gets to fly standby, and the wife probably gets to go with him. So oh, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, so landed at 9 a.m. Uber line was not as busy as I'm sure it would have been at night. I did book the hotel room for the 20th through the 24th so that we could also get into the room at 9.30 a.m. Nice. nice. So, okay. yeah, he basically booked it for the night before. Savvy. Which I thought if you didn't check in at some point, they would give up the room. Ooh. Uh, I, I, that was me. I probably would have made a phone call in advance also to just make sure that they knew. That's right. when you were coming in. I was coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully that's what they did. Because I I don't know that I would just recommend this for people to just say, hey, book it the night before and don't show up until the next morning. Right. Because I don't think they hold them. I I think think if it's after a certain point in time, they release it and assume that you're just a no-show on your reservation. Well, I don't know. Remember at the D, the one time I had it, I never checked in. Well, no, you... Oh, that's right, because you booked it thinking that you were going to go to bed and you never did. And I stayed up all night. Yeah. And they charged you. And they charged me. 
but I still wonder if they assume if it's a multi, because that was a one night stay. Just a one night stay, yep. This is a multi night. So I don't know. Yeah, we're, I don't know. I'm, I'm being curious. Uh, we got in an Uber within about three minutes of being in line and headed off to Caesar's Palace. Nice. I did have Caesar's Diamond for my matching. Uh, from matching my hotel status <laughs> earlier awesome. this year. I love that he's never really enjoyed Vegas and immediately gets to jump to Diamond. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I, my hotel status earlier this year from all the hotels I stay in throughout the year, so I guess there is a perk to being away from home so much with work. Mm-hmm. Given it was my wife's first ever time in the city and she's not much a gambler, I was afraid she would not have much to do. So I decided to go with the Augustus Fountain View room, so it would yes, have a good view yeah. of the fountains at night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're going to slum it, you know, you you want to. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Well done, buddy. Here is where the story gets interesting. <laughs> we sh- we showed up, and I told the front desk agent that it was our first anniversary slash first Vegas vacation, etc. And she said the room that I had booked was oversold, <laughs> and that we would not be able to stay in it. I started to get nervous. I would do. But then she said she would see if she could get us a similar room, and she ended up placing us in the Forum Tower Duplex Suite. Nice. I have little to say about it other than WOW, in all caps. (laughs) Okay. It was the most excellent hotel room I have ever stayed in. Wow. Regarding views, service, and comfort. Nice. I was so impressed that I returned to the desk and gave her two round trip tickets to anywhere WestJet. What? The, the airline I work for flies. Holy crap, man. Oh, this gets better. She was over the moon, and after trying to refuse the gift, she was highly appreciative and got a photo of my wife and me holding the ticket uh. voucher <laughs> that she sent to her family in the UK. Oh, wow. She's now planning to go home to visit, uh, which made us smile. That's cool. So he literally just went back to the fr- this front desk agent and said, "Hey, you got me a great room. Now. Here's two round trip tickets to you know London." Yeah. Uh, what? That's amazing. And very generous. Yes, very I, generous. I would like to do him some favors too. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> After we got to our room and relaxed from the early morning flight, we decided to grab lunch at Trevi Italian Restaurant. My wife and I both love Italian, and we're quite impressed with the entire experience. We saw some of the forum shops before heading to the Las Vegas South Premium Outlets and spent a few hours there. Interesting that they went to the outlets. People are fans of the outlets, man. But this isn't these are the, the South ones. They're right, not no, no, I get it. I get it. They're both of them are very popular. Interesting. I would not go see but I wouldn't go on vacation and go to outlets. I don't understand that. We used to do that. What are you talking about? Only if we were specifically looking for like ski gear. Yeah, or yeah. No, you're right. It's not like we just casually go shopping. Like, what are you going to do? Like, I don't know. Well, we and, might buy something. And he hadn't right gambled yet at this point. So, what was she going to buy? She didn't have like a budget yet. She was based. Well, she she's was for, starting with the outlets, exactly. and then you move up to like the form shots after you, you, know, you win a little bit. <laughs> uh, when we got back from the outlets, my wife encouraged me to try my luck at the slots, and I managed to convince her that we should try out the high limit room. For two hundred dollars, if we lost, I would find a craps table and allow her to play some of the penny sh- slots she enjoys throwing in a twenty into. Wouldn't you know it? We hit some anniversary luck, and on our second ten dollars spin on a locket link machine, we got the hold and spin chip feature. It was giving some decent numbers for only the second spin, ten to forty dollars chips. And on our last spin left, I told my wife to press the button. And a loud whack noise came out. 
and I saw green letters of the major. No way. That was just over $7,300. Nice, man. (laughs) It was one hell of a way to start the trip as it was the first machine we played since arriving in Vegas. Wow. (laughs) We played two more spins on it before cashing out of the machine up a total of $7,620. Well done, sir. Well done. That is awesome. That you, you can't start a Vegas vacation in any better way than no. hitting uh-uh. like like your first day, your first machine, getting your a big jackpot pole. like that. Yeah, You're like incredible. Fuck the trip's paid for. Awesome. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm on vacation for my vacation. <laughs> uh, given I have a TIN and am Canadian, we are not subject to taxes. I knew then that I wanted to stash away 5000 U.S. so we could come home 6500 richer after the U.S. to Canadian dollar exchange. Oh, that's right. With the 5000 in spending cash, <laughs> we bought the... Uh, wait, with the 5000 in spending cash we brought and the extra 2620 from the hand pay, we had just over 7500 left for entertainment and spending money. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking something carbonated. It's causing me to burp. Um, this allowed us to try some of the most incredible restaurants and bars that I had heard about, heard talked about for years listening to Vegas-related podcasts. The rest of the weekend included up and down for gambling. I would buy in for 500 and cash out with 100 or buy in with 500 and money out with 900 it seemed. Craps were typically $25 minimums. Oh. If it went to 50 I would just end up playing some slots or going out to sightsee. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to say it, but we did the, quote, touristy Vegas things like going to the sign. Don't you ever apologize for those, sir. (laughs) No. They're part of the magic of this place. Like going to the sign, seeing the fountains, taking a helicopter trip, etc. Since we had never gone and wanted to experience it during our three-week early anniversary trip. Nice. I apologize for the length of this report, as I feel like I could go on forever on what has been one of the best vacations of my life. I will end with one final story. We did not plan to gamble today, our last day here, given we had to leave for the airport around 11.30 to noon. However, in my wife's typical fashion, she said, come on, I want to try that Buffalo Link game. Oh, come on. We can throw in a 50 and do 25 spins at two bucks. Knowing she is not a gambler, I decided not <laughs> to ask, Encourage her. Not That's to ask right. questions and agree with her. That's right. We got down to $28 and on the last three reels came three coins to start the eight free spins. We got excited, but did not expect much, uh, given she had lost about $100 at it this weekend. Then, on that fourth spin, a nearly full screen of buffaloes came out for a $1,458 hit. Nice work. With jackpot number two in our hands, we went to get the Uber and are now just waiting at our gate to return home. Thank you so much for your suggestions, Tony. You truly made this trip a trip of the lifetime that nor... Jesus... You truly made this the trip of a lifetime that I nor my wife will ever forget. And again, that, that was the gambler pilot at Alberta Gambler on Twitter. You got to follow that man right there. That was a quality yeah. trip report. I see. I wanted to hear more about the restaurants. You I said agree. they were going to try more high. But I wanted to know what restaurants you went to. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You got to write in more gambler. I just <laughs> want to follow him around and just try to like catch his aura and know, a little right? piece of that luck that Bask that guy seems right? to be radiating. His, his his side pieces i got lost <laughs> you want to be talk his- about a man's side pieces before his first anniversary <laughs> <laughs> well number one congratulations on your first anniversary yes number two congratulations on your first trip to vegas yes officially and uh 
number three, thank you for for writing in. Although you you know completely ignored Mark and I and only addressed it to Tony. But hey, that's okay. Whatever. We're just kidding, Alberta Gambler. We love you. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode four hundred and fifty. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, or even a PayPal donation like our friend Phil, Adam, and Michael did, you can do so uh, via the blog. Or if you'd like to uh, send in uh, a trip report like our friend the Gambler Pilot did, uh, you can send those in to 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Josh, where can people find you? They can find me at VegasJDubs. Karen. I'm at 360VegasKaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.